everybody. Welcome to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. Today, we have Grace Napolitano on. Uh, she is going to be here to talk to us about some really cool, awesome, like high ticket mindset and tactical ideas. But first, let me introduce you to her. She is a business strategist and the founder of Biz with Grace. She helps women entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants up-level their businesses by reaching high ticket clients with greater ease. So if that is something you are trying to do, stick around. Um, she's also, a, uh, as a former publisher for a luxury lifestyle magazine, Grace has sold millions of dollars of advertising to Fortune 100 companies. She now shares her knowledge of attracting and closing multi-four, five, and six-figure clients with her clients. So this is going to be so awesome. Welcome to the show, Grace. So happy to have you on here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So before we dive into um, some of the goodness you have ready to share with the audience, give us a little bit more. We just got some of your background. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you come from kind of the um, corporate world, working for someone. Now you own your own business. Like what made you make that shift? So I started selling media back in Chicago in 2006. I was uh, radio, I'm sorry, radio ad sales and then moved to Michigan Avenue Magazine, where I was the ad director and um, continued up my career and became a publisher of a magazine for hospitality in the Chicago region. Um, I also ran the national ad department for Chicago Sun-Times. So what is that, 15-ish years of corporate ad sales, media ad sales, and I loved it. And I climbed the ladder. And what I saw as I continued to climb was there were no women around me. There were few and far between. And there's certainly no women that were able to really show their personality and be who they were. So I would show up in, you know, big gold heels and pink shirts and and still be able to command the attention of my clients and the CEOs and higher ups at the companies I worked at. And I really wanted to teach other women to step into that power and be able to kind of like grab their own cash too and and make the dollars that I was making and teach them this very tactical how I went about it. And uh, many times throughout my career, I would find, I don't want to call it a loophole per se, but I would find the open door. So where everybody everybody else was banging their head, trying to cold call and get these people in, I found the easy open door and shared that with my team members because all ships rise in the tide, right? <laughs> so if we're making budget, our publisher is not going to be yelling at us and grumpy and, you know, we're going to have summer Fridays and things are going to be more fun. So I would teach my um, coworkers the same methods that I was using to reach higher ticket clients and bring in bigger dollars with less effort. And it was super fun. That's um, so cool. Rewarding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, you, you saw this need and you went after it and that's really all that we can do. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so now like, let us know, what are you currently focusing on? Like what, what is your, what is your business now? What is your big focus? So my big focus, so last year, um, it was really my launch year where I really, really dug deep into my niche of helping coaches and consultants land Uh, bigger clients, get their signature programs together and get comfortable with not selling at $45, you know, or $47. I think that's the industry norm Um, or something 197, but start charging $3,600 or more for a three month package and get comfortable with those numbers and kind of explore what was going on in the back end that was stopping them from feeling that they were worthy to 
charge that much. And that mm -hmm. honestly, Susan, is one of my biggest pet peeves is when people think that their pricing of their program is directly tied to their self-worth. Yeah. It is not. It is tied to your program or your package's self-worth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said that totally wrong. Um, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. It's like, you know what I mean? like it's, it's not it's, anything to do with you. It's what you created and the result you're giving people, right? I can promise you in my career um, in Chicago with media ad sales, I have met every business owner successful, non-successful, wonderful, generous, wonderful people, and not at all. And it nothing tied to their self-worth. It was about how they ran a business. So, you know, in the back end, they could be horrific human beings, but they were wildly successful. So, yeah. you know, kind of divorcing your mindset from, well, who I am as a person determines how much I can make. That's yeah. just not and the other thing I want to say in this point is when you are pricing, your, your biggest clients, the people who are willing to throw down the cash for you, they do not care what your childhood was like. They don't care if you were on welfare stamps or if, you know, your father was fired and was out of work for three years. They don't care if you, you know, don't have a brand new Range Rover. That's not what they're trying to do business with you. They're trying to do business with you because you make a transformational change in their life and you are the best person for the job at that moment. So I think that a lot of women carry their baggage of their past into their business and their pricing. So I'm yeah. not even sure yeah. to answer your question well, here. But well, you, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to comment on what you just said though, because on the flip side of that, um, you know, in if we're a lot of my audience comes from ClickFunnels world, we are familiar with Russell Brunson. Um, you know, we dive into like, oh, like what was the, what was your story, right? Like, what were you, what was the pain you were going through? And so a lot of us come from that mindset of like, well, I didn't have a rough life. Like I just made the switch. Like I just wanted to own my own business. Like I don't have the sob story. And so people on the other side of that are like, I can't connect with my audience because I don't have that story, but it's, it, it's exactly what you just said. It's like, you don't need it. People don't care as long as you're helping them. Like people are selfish, right? Like People just want to know how you're going to help them. <laughs> totally. That's what I, I literally wrote down in my notes to make sure. And it's a little harsh, but that's me is they don't care about you. Yeah. It is not about you. It is about your client and their growth and their struggle and their pain. So when you're writing your story, you know, people are like, oh, I've got to say that like I was barefoot until I was 12 when I started working and carried, you know, my brother and sister to school uphill both ways. Like, no, those days are over. The struggle bus is not for anyone anymore. They mm -hmm. want to know that you made a change in your life. So for me in 2012, in my media um, career, I had been kind of a low level, second tier salesperson. And I was hustling. I mean, mm -hmm. I was shaking hands, kissing babies, holes in the bottom of my feet from pounding the pavement or bottom of my shoes. Yeah. Pounding the pavement. And I was like, I am done. I am done with this life of struggling and having this be hard. So I stopped everything and I had to look inside and say, you are worth it. You like, you deserve to have everything. So stop thinking that you are a low level. This is the best type of client you can have. Let's go for the big guys. Let's go big. And it was super, super hard. And I remember I was given a $5,000 client who they're like, whatever, she can't ruin this. 
Um, <laughs> That's funny. Very rewarding. Right. Um, he said, he's like, whatever. It's like one page a year. Who cares? And I went in there and I created a plan and this was August of 2012. And I brought them up to $80,000. I left that meeting and I left my all in that boardroom. I went up against a guy who was very hard nosed. He was known in the industry uh, by everyone of being super tough and that he was going to put reps through the ringer. And I just showed up with a plan. I knew what I wanted to pitch him. I knew why he wanted to buy it and what I, what I was giving to him in this um, package. Yeah. And I did it. And I left the meeting and I called my assistant just sobbing. I was having an emotional download of just like, oh my God, I can't believe that I just up leveled. I can't believe I went in there and did this. And she's like, wait, didn't you just like up him by $75,000? Why are you crying? I'm like, I have arrived. I am this person. I get it now. And nothing's going to be hard ever again. And it was such an awakening. So to answer your question from about 10 minutes ago, (laughs) um, what I'm focusing on now in this year and moving forward is my fearless CEO signature program. I'm really, really great. My clients did an amazing job last year of landing their first multi four figure um, clients. But what I noticed was once they got them, it was like hot potato and they did everything to sabotage their businesses mm-hmm. and didn't even realize it. So one of them, she had her first $15,000 a month and got rid of her childcare. She, her husband, for some reason, took on a second job. Like you have more money than you've ever had in your family. This isn't a time to like bring on the night shift. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of my clients, I was seeing similar actions take place. Um, One of my clients, she just crushed her MLM position, became managing director, the darling of the company. And in January, she's like, I just want to focus on my health. I'm quitting it all. And so with Fearless CEO, I'm now going to get you those clients, make sure you're doing the high ticket, but then also teach you how to manage it as a lifestyle and as a sustainable business. You are now a business leader. So, you know, there was never any chance for me in corporate to be like, forget it, I'm out of here and, you know, sabotage. Yeah. You just, you just don't do that. But when you're a solopreneur, it's easy not to hold yourself accountable. So it's a longer program to help you learn how to step into that role of a super successful female entrepreneur. Um, I love that. So that's so good. I'm so glad that you're making a program like that because I, I mean, for my own personal experience and from people that I watch, like, it's so easy to get into that. Like, yeah, I have that success, but like, I don't know that I want to like keep this up. Like maybe that was kind of like their internal um, uh, my, like, what, what is that low level behind the scenes story? I always say like, what is your computer programming? What's in your brain that is saying you can't have this money? Like I said, hot potato, like get this yeah. out of my hands. And we really do go in and delve deep to look at, uh, one of my clients, oh, I love her so much. She, um, her parents were so motivated to work all the time and sell. They sold Amway and she got so afraid that she would ignore her children the way her parents ignored her to chase the dollar. And when we did one session around just that memory, whoa, like her growth and sustainability has been, I've never seen anyone work harder. It's amazing. 
That's so good. Yeah. Cause it's just like, there's so many blocks. Like there, there's never not something that's going to keep you from getting to that next level. As soon as you start to see that success, a lot of people think like, Oh, like it's going to be so great. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get there. It's going to be amazing. But then you're like, wait a minute, there's like some issues that popped in. And so it's great to see that you're making a program where you're helping people through those next set of issues that they're running into. And when you're working with a higher ticket client, I don't want to say this to scare anyone off, but it is a reality that if you are selling a product that is higher level, more premium, you need to provide premium service. So (laughs) that lovely syndrome pops in imposter syndrome. And a lot of the women that I have worked with feedback is really hard for them to take because they're, they're tying their self-worth to their business. So, you know, oh, there was a typo in that press release or a typo in that, in that, um, that post that you put up mm-hmm. somehow that directly says to them, you're the worst person ever. And you're so hated and everybody, you know, hates you. Yeah. And it's totally not it's like, <laughs> Oh, my bad. Like I didn't see that. And then, so what I'm teaching and coaching is okay, let's go back and not personalize it, but make a system that you catch these errors because I mean, I've sold hundreds of thousands of dollars of programs to individual clients. I have made mistakes. Like the almighty grace has made mistakes. Okay. <laughs> because the number one thing when you're offering a premium service is own your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Be a human because they just want, they just want to know like they've been heard. So really understanding how to show up with these high level clients um, is the most important thing to provide to them, but still be you and not freak out when you have to actually serve them. Yeah, that's, that's so great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that's going to be very, very helpful for, for the audience. Um, I do, if, if you don't mind, I want to shift gears a little bit yeah. and talk about your business. So we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, how you're helping people to you know grow their impact. I want to know what's on the, on the, on the docket for you. So like we've talked about what you're currently focusing on. What's in the future for you? Where are you taking this? World domination. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said earlier, um, when I came up in the corporate world, it was, it was really hard because, you know, all the women, I don't want to say all, because there's, there's a group of us Mm -hmm. uh, that rose together at the same time, but it was big time boys club. And I want to see more women at that level. I believe when women make more money, they're able to make bigger decisions. They're able to impose their will on other people and affect change. Um, you know, I had both my kids while in corporate and was back at work seven, eight weeks after two C-sections, you know, like yeah. I just wasn't there. Yeah. And the expectation that I was running at the same level as before I had the kids and it was just, it was tough. Um, so that is really my goal and focus is I want to teach women how not to cave under the pressure so that we can take over the world basically mm-hmm. and make, impl- implement better policy and more women-centric policy in business in life and everything. How can we help our schools, you know, just take over and kind of, you know, an army um, moving through. So for my business, I'm growing in a way that um, in full honesty, I took the last few months off because I thought my puppy maternity leave, uh, <laughs> we got a puppy in February <laughs> and wow, the amount of work uh-huh. <laughs> he is. 
And when we had a puppy before, I was in corporate, so we had dog sitters and such, doggy daycare, and, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, there you are. <laughs> so it was a really nice space for me to hold for myself. So I did a lot of incubating for myself and what the next Biz with Grace, you know, 2.0 looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's working with women to help them land, not necessarily high ticket, high ticket coaching clients, which is still going to, you know, be a part of my business, but helping them get into those corporate gigs. How can they be consultants to the big, big guys? You know, how do they sell their solar solopreneurship Mm -hmm. to um, these fortune 100 and 500 companies? I've worked with them. I know how to call. I always joke that I'm like, I'd like to speak to Mr. Allstate, please. (laughs) Uh, There's just no fear. Whoever's name is on the building, that's who I want to talk to. And I love teaching women that. Just this morning, I was um, talking to a client of mine who is reaching out to a casino and she's like, Grace, this proposal is for $1 million. And yeah. I mean, I took a step back and I get <laughs> tear in my eye. I'm so proud of you, but you know, just a quick little, okay, let's pep talk. Let's talk about it. Let's get it in. And I know she's going to nail it. I know it's going to happen, but she started two months ago. She just worked on Amazing. looking at her past contacts and how she could network to that. And that's another point is when you're trying to sell high ticket clients, it's not about building relationships. Again, another pet peeve of mine in this industry (laughs) is we don't have time for this many relationships. Yeah. You need to set a prospect list and know the exact type of person that you want to be working with and then go out and network with them. These are the business terms. So it's time to start adapting more business terms in your business when you are trying to grow to next levels. Now, mind you, I'm not saying you can't be friendly with your people. Many of my clients came to my wedding nine years ago. You know, I'm still friends with um, all of my past clients for the most part, and we build relationships. But when you're in the early stages, stop focusing on relationships and just like network and get to know people. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Cause when you just, you, there's no time, you know, there's not, you don't have all the time in the day to be building relationships. You're supposed to be, you know, working your business and totally be open to saying no, because not everybody is for your business. So, you know, I don't know if this is happening to you as well, but lately I have been getting a load of people finding my email from LinkedIn and, you know, cold pitching me, Hey, can we hop on a call? Can we hop on a call? Like, no, we can't because that's not for my business. <laughs> So very yeah. structured, knowing this is the strategy. These are the type of clients I want to get. Here's the pricing that's going to get me there is yeah. uh, what we need to implement. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, saying, saying no, I think that was probably what took my business to the next level the most was realizing like, <clears throat> I can't work with certain people because they're a time sink and they're not helping me get to the next level. And so saying no to those people, it was so powerful. I 100% believe, okay, so I'm a crazy person when it comes to sales. Uh, I want everyone to know that I was not born with sales skills at all. And when I started at the radio station, it was, it was like I was in cement. I was so trapped and unable to reach out to clients. Like it was so hard for Mm me. Oh my God, I, I sucked so bad to the point that I rationed a box of mac and cheese for a week because I made zero commissions um, <laughs> and I did not have a base salary. So I was mm. 0%. Um, so yes, I worked for corporate, but also it was kind of like an entrepreneur because yeah. percent commission, you know, you either <laughs> make money or you don't. So yeah. um, 
what I believe in is the sales gods. And when you say no to the wrong client and you say, you know, I don't think that we're a fit to work together. I can suggest other people or, you know, I'm not sure that this is right for us and turn them down. The sales gods will make it right for you. So I did this last August and I had to tell a woman three times. And finally in the last email, I'm like, Goodness. I don't know. Am I mixing words? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I don't even know what you want from our coaching <laughs> engagement. Like she was so at a different place in her head and I didn't want her to make the investment. If she wasn't truly ready yeah. to work with her business in the place that I could truly help her. Um, and the next day I sold two clients in my largest package that yeah. were not even in my purview. So the, it's an offering at the feet of the sales gods. You've sacrificed <laughs> that's here for the future ones. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, <clears throat> my sales got crazy. Yeah, no, I think that's, I, I think that's like right on. Like if you aren't making space for the people that you know need you, then when they do come along, you might be filled up. You might have missed them, whatever it might be, because you were focused on the wrong, the wrong thing, the wrong people, whatever it might look like. Um, you said earlier, it's that space. You could get the wrong client in who's then screaming at you all the time or not getting the success or not doing the work. And now you're yeah. like, oh, what's wrong with me? Am I a bad coach? Why can't I get this? And it's just burning energy and allowing negativity into your life. So being really smart, about, like I was with this person, she was trying to create a formula for a face lotion. Like, I don't know about formulas for face <laughs> lotions and I don't know these questions and she wanted me to write something that I was like, I did that in college. That's not a today business skill. That's not like to get your college degree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we do today. That's not what I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I just awesome. get you clients to sale. <laughs> Really like awesome. 20 page business plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of what you do do, um, <laughs> let everybody know you have a uh, kind of a, a thing that be, a, a resource for people for the audience to go and get. Um, do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so I have um, a freebie for you to download. It's three social media posts that attract high ticket clients. And these are real life posts that I use to help me close $30,000 in two days. Uh, my high ticket clients, um, it just, it was magnetic how quickly they were. Yep. Yep. And easy, easy peasy to close them down. But um, I want to say when you're reaching out to high ticket clients and you're writing posts such as these, these people are not looking to fill a basic external need. They're not looking to, how do I keep the lights on? How do I pay my rent? You know, they aren't looking for food, water, and yeah. apparently electricity. I got uh, that figured out. <laughs> so you want to sell to an internal issue. It could be their self-doubt. It could be, you know, I'm not good enough. Um, I don't have enough time. Will I be the mother that I'm supposed to be if I'm running a six-figure business? You want to really reach what's going on in their heart of hearts. And then even a philosophical... Well, that word is really hard for me. Um, <laughs> a bigger picture question. Yeah. Um, um, why can't women be successful six-figure business owners? You know, so when you're answering those questions in your post, you're reaching their hearts and they're opening their purse strings to you because they're like, she gets me. She knows where I'm at because they're like, I don't need more clients. I don't like the 20 pounds isn't the thing. Mm -hmm. It's something bigger than that. So yeah, these um, three posts are 
magical. They work for me. They work for my clients. And there's a full description of kind of dissecting the thought process behind them and how to write them for yourselves. So um, I had given you the link. It's actually yeah. Yeah. So if you guys go to bizwithgrace.com forward slash three hyphen posts, you'll be able to get that. We'll also put the link to it on this episode in the show notes so you can get there. Um, and I'm pretty sure I know Grace hangs out on Facebook and are you, what other social media do you, uh, participate in? <laughs> so I finally have jumped into Instagram, um, which is so funny <laughs> that I've been so <laughs> dragging my both. I have an account on there, but it's very inactive. So <laughs> you're ahead of me on that. <laughs> I started using Instagram when it was just a filter platform for pictures, like back in yeah. 20. 2009 or so, and then just never got into it. Um, so I do a lot on Facebook. I have my group monetize your expertise as well as Instagram now. So come follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and LinkedIn. What's that? And LinkedIn, you said. Yeah. LinkedIn and is such a good place to find those serious buyers. They make quick decisions. That's, that's awesome. That is another piece where I've been, I've been like playing with the idea of like, Oh, should I just, like, you're the third person this week that I have talked to that have talked about how LinkedIn is the place to be. Oh, <laughs> like, so this must be. be like a sign. I mean, I need to probably go over there. <laughs> oh, let's, let's, let's talk LinkedIn all day. So LinkedIn is like a gold mine and you will see that I have very little, um, post in the last obviously three months because of uh-huh. <laughs> because you post in there and it's like boom they show up and they make quick quick decisions and they have been my clients who get the most success and move quickly like they are oh, beautiful clients I love them. <laughs> that's awesome maybe we'll have to have you back on in the future to talk us talk to us about LinkedIn <laughs> well, that's the whole thing is from where I come from, I come from an old school sales philosophy. I really trained myself early on before, before the internet existed, uh, uh-huh. before social media existed. So yeah. the same principles, you know, that they were using to sell in 1912, um, because those are the books that I was reading, apply today. And people just muddy it up by making it mm. hard about posting. And it's not. It's the same. It's the yeah. same. And here's the little fun thing is like I said, I sold some pretty big ads in my day. If you were to buy a page in my magazine, you'd be spending $8,000 for one advertisement. And that is pretty inexpensive. Mm -hmm. This is free. You have this access to free advertising and people, again, it always ties back to, oh, will I be judged? Am I worthy of this? So start running your business (laughs) from a place of profit and strategy and not from people like me. <laughs> yeah. That's right. great. Great advice. We're going to leave it leave it at that. Um definitely go connect with Grace on Facebook, Instagram, uh LinkedIn or just go to her website bizwithgrace.com and I'm sure you can find everything there as well. Um Grace, thank you so much for being here, giving us your time and sharing that was that was great information and I appreciate you taking the time to be here. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode. Please go and share and rate and subscribe so that others like you can also get this great information and we will talk to you next time. 